2: Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR and we sign up for a new account to get amazing odds every single day. Avs win over the Dallas Stars four to one, pretty comfortably for the most part. We'll talk about you know the underlines and things as well, but on the scoreboard, it was comfortable. uh I yeah, I mean, given the Avs lineup, it's hard to have too many complaints about the night. Uh, I, guess, I guess I'm guess i doing the 60-second rundown. Is that what we agreed on? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, let's do
1: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> doing it now, I guess. Perfect.
2: That works for me. Yep. And three, two, one. Avs getting early power play. Uh, I love to tell you that McKinnon is awesome, but this was really just Dallas making a mistake that McKinnon capitalized on to put the abs, abs up one nothing. For the most part, I felt like it was a pretty even period for the first half of the first. A little bit later than that, the ads get a little bit of a gift from Wedgwood. It was a nice tip from Miko in front to create a rebound. Wedgwood doesn't find it. Josh Manson literally has the entire net to dump it into to make it 2-0. The second period was a mess. It was a parade of the penalty box all over the place and just a terrible period all the way around. On one of the many, many power plays Dallas had, the Joe Pavelski thing happens like we all expect. He gets his goal. It's 2-1. The Avs do get an answer pretty quickly, though, about halfway through the period. Uh, Dryden Hunt actually scores a goal for the Avalanche, so that's cool. Puts the Avs up 3-1. The third period actually has best period of the game by a wide margin. They kind of dominated Dallas in the period and get the insurance goal from O'Connor. Close enough. Oh,
0: See it. (laughs) <laughs> Same thing happened to me. It's that second period just drags out. The Avs' second periods are nonsense, man.
2: It's nonsense. Uh back to the top. Evs were outshot forty-two to thirty-six in this game. Thirty-six to twenty in the first two periods. We'll get to Georgiev in a little bit are you guys concerned about the abs getting outshot that heavily or is this just the reality of their lineup
1: slightly concerned but it's what they're dealing with right now and a lot of the i mean it's, it's we talked about it a lot of the star shots seemed like they were coming from way outside like the, a lot of just easy george was just gloving it down yep no big deal so you'll take those Uh, But, yeah, it's a little concerning. This is not the first time they've had 40-plus shots given up this year, and it's probably not going to be the last, the
0: way things are going. I mean, it's kind of be expected, though, right now, right? Like, with all the injuries (laughs) and who you've got in the lineup, like, they're just not going to have possession of the puck a lot. They are going to take a lot of shots against, I mean. But, like you were saying, it didn't seem like there was a lot of high-danger chances throughout the game.
2: No. Yep. Um... Look, again, the McKinnon goal, it's a good play for Mac. Credit where he's due, but the Stars also just forget a puck, and then Wedgwood gets beat on the short side. A little bit out of position. Nonetheless, the Avs' big guns showing up immediately to get them into this game. What did you guys think as a whole for the Avs' stars, that being Mac, Miko, and McCarr mostly? Good enough tonight?
1: Good enough. They weren't at their best at the top of their game, but they were good enough, and they got some goals from some other guys, which is nice to see. Miko didn't have two points tonight. He did not. It's a little weird for him. He didn't even have that many shots. No. He did have some nice feeds to McKinnon, though. McKinnon could have buried a couple wolves there.
2: He did, but Uh, not not your normal production night. Certainly the abs actually got some out of that depth that yes. I think we said before the show, if you get out of anything out of those guys, that's gravy. So yeah. abs had a lot of gravy tonight. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it's it. all right. Let's just have this conversation as a whole. Now, Josh Manson, <laughs> a little bit of everything, obviously had the goal and an assist for a two point night. Had some questionable calls go against him, had some very obvious calls go against him. Where are we at with Josh? Are we happy? <laughs> are we asking for better? What do we need?
1: I mean, whatever you think of the calls, he's taken like, I think he's up to 14, 13 or 14 a lot. minor penalties so far this year. You kind of need to tone it down a little bit, but uh, quite the eventful game for only <laughs> playing looking at 15 minutes. A goal and assist, six penalty minutes, five shots on goal, four hits, two blocks.
2: He felt every minute of those. Yeah, he was, he got a lot done in his time on the ice. He was everywhere tonight. And a too. stick to the face. Yeah, <laughs> that
0: didn't get called. <laughs> can we talk about that? Like, what is that <laughs> call?
2: Yeah, I mean, we can just have this whole conversation now around yeah. Josh if you want. Um, are the NHL referees just making up rules now? Like,
0: I've never heard. The only thing that we could. St- think of as if it was a follow through but his stick was never on the ice
2: yeah that was not a follow through
0: so what what was that it had to have like i I mean i couldn't really hear anything
1: yeah Yeah. it had to have been that the rest just didn't see it and the linesman is the only one that saw it and since he can only call a penalty if there's blood oh then there that's that has to be the only thing because i've never heard that explanation before (laughs) And the I'm, linesman can only say it's a high-staking penalty when there's someone's bleeding, and he happens to see it. That's it. And I don't know how you miss it, because the puck was right there. So it, <laughs> I'm still confused if that's actually the the correct thing that happened.
2: The linesman can't go to the ref and be like, yo, we high-sticked him, bro. Just sort of uh, call I it. Think that's how it works. <laughs> that's the dumbest rule I've ever heard. In any case...
1: Am I right? It sounds like I'm right. Yeah, I I, I think (laughs) you're
2: right, but that's dumb. A penalty's a penalty. It doesn't matter who sees it. Like, what? And and as a side note, like, so the linesman blew the whistle to call the penalty and then couldn't.
1: Hold on, Lyle's is drinking Scotch (laughs) (laughs) Wedgewood. Some Scotch Wedgewood. Let's
2: go. Uh, I, I just don't I, so I guess the the fault here is one they missed the call, and two the linesman should have blown his whistle because he's not allowed to make <laughs> that call.
0: That's yeah, I, so I guess dumb. I don't know
1: why the whistle blew in the first <laughs> place. If no penalty was being called, then I don't know. As wine, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And then Manson, two minutes later, took the, his most blatant penalty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Just so can't like, open well, to it, <laughs>
2: Uh, it, is this a, just a Josh Manson concern, or is this a hey, the abs of a whole need to do a better job of staying out of the box?
1: I mean, the whole team does too, but Josh Manson is leading the charge. <laughs> it's it, it's it's a lot like Zadorov a couple of years start of the year with like a penalty game, and you're like, okay, it's gotta <laughs> stop. So I, it it does have to tone down. I, they're still winning through all this. The penalty kill is getting it together, but. I mean you can't just consistently be taking penalties. That's not it's not going to not going to work. The refs the fa- or the coaches are not going to like this.
0: Yeah. It's not a winning formula. And it's weird that it's all concentrated in the second period. There's been so many games where <laughs> there's just so many penalties throughout the second period. Yeah.
2: It's been messy to say the least. Uh, this game it didn't really come back to bite the avs too much. Um, you know, they did give up the one goal, but they go four out of five on the penalty kill. They they hold it down, and they do get their own power play goal, so broke even on the special teams. Yeah. Uh, I, I, in a lot of ways, this game felt like a classic rested team versus team on a back-to-back, though, right?
1: Dallas looked dead in the third period. Yeah. <laughs> they
0: had nothing.
2: They had nothing left. The Avs got the lead, and it's just so hard to play from behind when you're a team on that back-to-back
0: well, the Stars didn't have an easy game last night either. They clawed their way back <laughs> into a, a shootout. Or was it a shootout? I think think it overtime. They overtime cheated loss. their way back into it? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: yeah, however you want to look at that. <laughs> what were the keys to success for the Abs tonight? I wanted, I want to leave that pretty open because obviously, well, they scored more than the stars, haha. <laughs> but what did they do well despite the lack of possession?
1: I mean, I think we talked about it. They didn't give up any sure, grade A chances. Heard that. So
2: perimeter prevent. I guess prevention of anything not on the perimeter.
1: Yeah, and I mean, this is how they're going to win. When the depleted lineup, you don't give up. I mean, if you're going to give up volume, that's fine. Because the way Georgiev and even Francois are playing right now, you don't mind it because they're probably going to stop the puck. And you have to take advantage of the chances you get. And that's what they're doing. Power play is continues going and get a couple more goals from other guys here. So it's a winning formula right now. Just They're winning different ways because they just have to. They cannot outskill teams right now.
0: It's true. On well, the depth and scoring, right? Like that's, We always talk about that. They have... Are very top heavy, which is good. Those guys have to be producing, but getting goals from Hunt, uh-huh. from Manson, like that, the, those are the things that you like to see, and that's just a good way to win games, especially if that top line gets shut down in a game.
1: Well, you look at, I mean, they gave up a lot of shots, but this team's playing so many AHL players. The fact that they're still getting 35 shots a game them. is still kind of crazy to me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's. It's not like there's lack of volume for the Avs. It's just high volume generally, (laughs) both ways. So, uh, on that note, we are brought to you by, oh, I don't even know what reads are today. They're these ones Pins and Aces. Uh, The Avs, not the Avs, the DNVR Avalanche's golf apparel merchandiser. P.S., we're giving out a lot of their uh, golf towels on the giveaways for like the watch alongs here at the bar. I'm going to have to get one of those because they're super sick. Uh, But you can get all of your golf apparel and including their beer koozie, which goes right in your golf bag. Uh, You can hold seven beers, bring them onto the course. It keeps them nice and cold for you. So you're having a good time out on the golf course. They also sell a bunch of amazing hats. I know everyone's in love with our DNBR golf hat. They have a bunch of hats like that. You got to get in on it. Unfortunately, robes aren't golf apparel but hey look go pester d-line about that all right you know we're on team robe but it, it hasn't happened yet <laughs> we're also brought to you by DraftKings sportsbook you can use code dnbr when you sign up for a new count right now uh and get 150 dollars when you bet five dollars on any nhl team to win their next game as long as they win it so you know bet on the abs against the stars i guess seems to be uh good oh the porn bots are here uh, good good omen, confirmed. Uh, go over to DraftKings. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook or the show notes for details. Of course, we you have a gambling problem, call one 800 522
1: uh Yeah, yeah. Can you do me a favor and click
2: that link? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, do we all agree? There's not really anything the Abs could have done better on the one goal against. I, I don't take a penalty. I guess sure, <laughs> but that goal is just nonsense, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it hit like three different. It hit three different things on the way in. Gergiev kind of lost it,
0: but it is what it is. And it didn't hit Jamie Ben. Apparently not. It sure looked like it did to me, but... Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. That was some yeah. money back Yeah, that's, me. that's free it. dollars for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> needed it back tonight. <laughs> down bad. Yeah, down bad. <laughs> and
2: I don't... Uh, look, if you're going to have Joe Pavelski score against you, the way it happened in this one and the way it turned out is about as good as you could hope for. So, not going to put up too much of an argument with that one. Yeah. You live with it. And, and again... In a game where the Avs struggle to possess the puck, you saw a good response to that goal, right? The Avs come out, they have some good offensive zone shifts, and they get rewarded. Uh, Dryden Hunt, the first goal in an Avs uniform for him, finally falls. I don't think he's long for the second line, but... Are you sure? <laughs> I don't think so, <laughs> but if the to lose a couple more bodies, you never know.
0: Head to the top line. <laughs> but it, was a, it was a good, hard-working player, right? Like he goes to the front of the net, gets a rebound, and it's a juicy rebound right to the backhand of his stick. Yep. And he just puts it five-hole through. It's just faster. Well, what,
1: what do we talk about? I said Cout had to step up. He got an assist, so yep. that's yeah. nice to see. I, I don't know why he got benched in the third period on the fourth line. But, yeah, that
2: was kind of weird,
1: but. They needed somebody on that. That's such a weird line, just in general. But I thought Newhook had, at center, one of his better games. Because some of his better games have become playing on the wing with Rodriguez.
2: Also picked up an assist on that goal. He played so. better
1: at center. And I think the one thing I noticed, he was holding on the puck more. When yeah. he's not confident, he does not. He's easy to get rid of it. He dumps it in. He he drops it to somebody else. It, he was holding on to the puck too. Well,
2: it's not just he's easy to get rid of it. At times, he's been knocked off it too easily yeah. this this season. I and mean, he he did seem a lot tougher on the puck or at least used his space a lot more effectively.
0: Well Cout and Newhook had that great play too from yeah. his Cout behind the net makes a good read to Newhook and almost scores a goal right there. Cout had a
2: decent chance or two on the second unit yeah. with a, at least one really good shot opportunity. So and and that's that's what the Avs need right now. That line, you know, call it the second line, the third line, whatever you want to call it. They need to find a little bit of production out of those guys yeah. mm-hmm. because that's a, they're kind of their X factor guys right now. Comfort, Cogliano, O'Connor, yeah, sure, you got points out of them, but you know what they are on every given night. You, you kind of know the steady level of play they're going to give you. It can be a little bit up and down with, uh, with guys like Newhook and Cout. Mm-hmm. If they're giving you a good night, your chances to win go up a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they just sold the goal again. So it's one thing about Newhook, he has not been shooting the puck this year. Yeah. And the easy play for him there would have been just to go and ring it around to EJ at the point. Instead, he turns around, and whips it at the net, and it creates a chance. Gets rewarded. That's what he needs to do. Yep. Just, just rip it at the net. Like you yeah. have a good shot. If nothing else, it's going to create a rebound like that. So.
0: He had another drive, too, where he dropped his shoulder went to the net, tried to make something out of it.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they gave LFC's goal to Cogliano.
2: Did it actually <laughs> hit him? No way. <laughs> that sucks. Sucks for Loke.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, it was good to see the Avs depth exist. <laughs> Even if they did get caved a little bit on fancy stats and stuff like that. If you're producing, it just makes a world of difference. Yeah. Uh, on the defensive side, we already talked about Manson. What did we think about the rest of this game? It's Sam Gerard's second game back. Do we think he's starting to get back in the groove, or is that still a work in progress?
1: I think defensively he looks good. It's with the puck, it just hasn't always been there. We saw the chance at the end; he kind of fumbled it, and yeah. he could have just yeah. one-timed it. But um, defensively, it's 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 nice to have him back. And if anything else, it's just nice to have another defenseman that you can. <laughs> That they trust playing twenty plus minutes a night, so that you know Tay's only played twenty three minutes tonight, McCarley only only twenty six after playing thirty plus a couple times. So <laughs> it's just nice to see those minutes kind of stabilize a little bit.
2: At least they're not getting to outrageous levels. Mm-hmm.
0: Minus, well, minus Manson. <laughs> it's pretty pretty quiet night for the Avs defense tonight. Like mm-hmm. you didn't really see a lot of it. No. So being like an issue is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah,
2: no, yeah, I, I agree. Defensively, you didn't really have a ton of problems. Yeah, uh, Maybe some better clears here and there, a little bit of better puck work, but like Evan has said, didn't really give up a ton super dangerous to Dallas. Yeah.
1: Does anyone remember an odd man rush? But They didn't have like any two-on-ones, nope. anything uh, yep. like that. It was all just kind of, if you want to shoot, that's
2: fine.
0: <laughs> we'll let you shoot. Perimeter. That's fine. Yeah.
2: Gave Giving abs fans a little bit of PTSD every time someone blocked a shot. And it was like, oh, God, is he hurt? Yeah. But.
1: <laughs> yeah. When Leckanen's blocking shots and limping around, it's like, oh,
2: down to <laughs> two forwards now. <laughs> Thankfully, the Avs seem to have survived this one without any injuries. So they have that going for them. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a positive for sure. What? So what are the positives on the forward side that you're taking out of tonight, besides he scored four goals? What did the depth do well? Is it just, hey, they got rebounds off of Wedgwood and capitalized? Is it as simple as that?
1: I mean, the fourth line was pretty... I, I thought Magna was balling out in the first period for <laughs> a did, while. He, he did was, shake a few He dudes. had that yeah. coast-to-coast play that he kind of choked on, but, I mean, they're not... They're not hurting you right now, which is all they're really asking for from those guys because it's really just a random group of players thrown together. <laughs>
2: Literally. Four dudes, three dudes that are AHLers for sure.
0: <laughs> well, has have the lines been consistent at all for the last few games? It feels like it's just kind of been it, like... It is sloppy, but... Yeah, I mean, you're having injuries happen, so you're having <laughs> to change guys around. And they're just yeah. trying to get the best that they can out of it. And when you get depth scoring, like you're not going to be upset been, about it.
1: Only been two consistent lines, pretty much all year, actually. Yeah, the
2: comfort line, and
1: yeah, and oh, then yeah, the uh, the, line, the other guess. two have just yeah. been all over the place. And yep, Avs trying to, <laughs> they're doing whatever they can period to period to find what works. <laughs>
2: and like being realistic here, the you know the bottom line, the fourth line guys all barely hit seven minutes tonight.
1: Ah. <sighs> I was off. I
2: said 5-6. You were one one low. But
1: they had the 4-1 lead. That's probably what did yeah, it. Yeah,
2: they got him that extra shift in the yeah, third period. You guys
1: earned this one. Uh, <laughs> you had
2: heavy, heavy workloads for Logan O'Connor, who played nearly five minutes of shorthanded time, both Confer and Cogliano over three minutes of shorthanded time. So all those penalties helped even out the time on ice a little bit, too. Uh, in the second period, given the abs a little bit of a different look on the workload there. So,
0: worth noting. Uh, of course, if That less... wouldn't have changed the fourth line <laughs> <laughs> workload at all, though. Yeah, no, no it didn't. Yeah, <laughs> no.
2: Fourth line wasn't getting shifts in the second period anyway. Game I'm actually was too surprised
1: close. McKinnon those guys hit like 22, 23 minutes yeah. still.
2: Yeah, those power plays in the third helped a little bit with that, I think. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's it's just what Bednar does. He's got his security blankets, and he sticks with them. And it worked, so <laughs> wow, I can't fault him on it. That's for sure. Uh, get to the last goal of the game here. I guess it ends up going to Cogliano officially, but again, it's an- another pretty simple play. They have throw a puck to the net. They send guys crashing. They get rewarded for it ends up putting it in the back of the net. Is it, it did the Evs' depth realize they just need to play simple hockey? Is is that the answer here is that they realize they can't do the things that Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen can do?
1: It was it, it, I mean it was a simple play but it was, it was also a drop. And sure. they switched and they It was a good entry. Shot. Yeah. So that line had another 3 and, on 2 earlier in the game where they went across the Cogliana. The Evs had some good 3 on 2s tonight They they just didn't finish but uh yeah i mean that line has chemistry they don't have a, a ton of to skill yeah but they have chemistry and they seem to know what each other's doing out there and it's crazy that in an ideal world this is like a fourth line and right now it's their second line and they're still winning so it says a lot about the system uh obviously the top guys pulling a lot of their weight but yeah I, th- th- that line has figured out what they need to do <laughs> to be successful
0: I think the other thing that you probably saw is like the coaches were probably talking to the players about this, too, is that there was a lot of rebounds coming off. Yeah, game. so it's sure. like,
2: shoot low, you, crash hard. Yeah, what do, you, yeah, hard, what do yeah. you do?
0: Shoot low and crash the net. Mm-hmm. So. Uh,
2: all right. Gonna ask a question not necessarily related to just this game. We're three months from now. The Avs are, let's just say, fully healthy for the sake of the argument. Who's the last forward in the lineup? Is it Kout? Is it Dryden Hunt? I don't even
1: remember who's on this team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so many of these guys have been out for so long. I, have to, I actually have to think. <laughs> yeah, Nachushkin's coming back.
2: yep Kog, Landy, Helm, Helm Rodriguez, rod and that's Ford. it. Yeah. <laughs> that's four so there's realistically one spot left for all of these guys that they're fighting for. You have I mean, Kout. you have Dryden Hunt, Maybe Ben Myers from the minors than all of these other guys, which I'm assuming you're not about to pick.
1: I mean, right now I would lean towards Cout only because they've been using him on the penalty kill. Okay. So he's kind of carving out a little bit of a niche there, but I mean, I'm not sure it really matters. It could be McDermott playing forward for all we know. It's true. I mean... like. You just don't know. So I think
0: if Kaut just keeps kinda doing what he's been doing and getting better and better, like he his ceiling is a lot higher than Hunt's is, so mm-hmm. it's like if he keeps progressing in this role and producing here, you know, here and there, I think he is the one that gets that last spot. Yeah.
2: Okay. Three points in what is it, fifteen, sixteen games now for yeah. him.
0: Hunt's got how many?
2: One. Yeah. <laughs> tonight. <laughs>
0: like tonight. It's more just
1: about like carving out. A role, role for sure. He's yeah. not scoring where he can maybe help out a different way.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not speculating on the deadline <laughs> yet. That, that's a whole other conversation. I'm asking for who the Avs currently have would be there. Yeah. and
1: Yeah, this Galchenyuk.
0: <laughs> <and> <laughs> Could be him. I, don't be
2: surprised if you see Galchenyuk get a turn in Ranta's spot or something. I'll put it that way. But we'll see. What we'll see. What do you guys think
0: of Ranta tonight? For the five minutes he was on the ice.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it was it's the same thing Evan said before the the game, right? He looked pretty decent in the offensive zone. Yeah. The other end of the ice is a total wild card.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he had one good forecheck and shot the puck at that dude's face. Yeah. <laughs> that was about the only times I noticed
0: him. Right. right. right That's about the, the only
2: times I noticed him. Poor Pa.
0: He is a great skater.
2: He can fly, for yeah. sure, especially for his size. Yeah but we'll see. I I don't know. I don't know if I believe yet with him. <laughs> and, and you know, again, part of his problem is there's six dudes vying for this spot, right? Like with Cout, with and <laughs> not even mentioning people like Shane Bowers who's also hurt. Ben Myers who just got back from his injury down in the AHL. It's it's tough right now, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, so we'll see. And, and, you know, like you said, it's the 12th guy in the lineup. Is it McDermott? Is it Kout? They're not going to be playing a ton of minutes. Does not make that much of a difference? Probably not. But when the abs are five guys deep, it definitely makes a difference. So. Is what it is. We are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get yours at your local liquor store when you use the Breck beer locator online at breckbrew.com. I've been told you can find some of the Christmas ale up in Canada. Oh, but Who's your source? Our chat. (laughs) 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 So maybe go take a look for it, even if you're up in uh, the great white north. Who knows? Uh, We're also brought to you by Green Mountain Dental Group. Make sure you're taking care of your teeth. When you go to them, you get a cleaning x-ray and exam. They give you a free Sonicare toothbrush just for taking care of your teeth, which you should be doing anyway because bad teeth sucks. I don't recommend it. You don't want that in your life. Uh, They're the best family dentist in the Denver metro area, just 15 minutes from downtown over in Lakewood. So go check them out as well. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, there's not a ton else to this game. Dallas just ran out of gas in the third period. The Avs did play very, very well and closed it out. So credit to the mayor. Uh, but the other one, the one that we haven't really got to, cause I was saving it a 40 save performance from Alexander. 41. You're, 41, you're right. You're <laughs> right. 41. Some of those saves are pretty routine, but I, I think I said it on one of the penalty kills in the second period. It's nice this year that the Avs can ask their goaltender to be their best player on any given night, making it a whole lot easier for the Avs to get through this stretch right now. So he's the obvious king of the game. Uh, 9.76 save percentage. That's a silly number. just He's sick good right now. The crown kind of matches the jersey. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the yellow striping color. Not bad.
1: Um. He's kind of been a revelation if I'm being honest. Yep. I I I think I tweeted that I, I thought this was going to be a slow burn that it would take him a long time to figure out the what Parkola wants him to do and what he needs to change and it took like 3 weeks.
2: Yeah, it didn't take long.
1: And he since that Rangers game, he's been balling out. Yeah. And it's it's really fun to watch cuz he's so chill in net and I imagine the players in front of him just are it's it's easy to play in front of a goalie who's just like yeah I'm I'm cool yeah, yeah. don't worry about it <laughs> cool calm and collected I mean that's the way that he plays right. But when he goes out to play the puck, he's not very cool there. They no, <laughs> just just tend the goal, <laughs> just tend the goal. You don't goalie. have to do that though. No, nah, you
2: don't. But every goalie does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wants to. They want to. Uh,
2: the Avs moved to 12-6-1, six, six games over 500 currently tied for second in the Western Conference 3 points behind Dallas but 3 games in hand now uh tied for the best winning percentage with Winnipeg in the division uh, genuinely are there any concerns that aren't injuries right now for this hockey team
0: no i mean like you've got to be super happy about the outcomes of these games <laughs> especially when you're running a team with this many injuries like if you go 500 you're ecstatic mm-hmm. the avs are way over that right now so
2: they won seven of their last ten yeah so
1: I think the only concern that we kind of touched on in pregame is just overplaying the big guys because you kind of have to you have not sure much else to do so getting games like this where you can kind of give them a little bit of a breather is nice Um, but yeah I mean new hook seems to be trending up and that was the big question I think the first month of the season everyone was very concerned, and he's kind of, you know, found found a groove here, and uh, injuries really right now are the only thing. Yeah. And I don't know when anyone's coming back. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's, uh, you know, Byram and Helm skated today on their own, so that's positive, but the last time Darren Helm was skating on his own, he had to go get another surgery, so who knows? Yeah. Anything's possible. Uh, In the West, for the record, the Avs still more or less in touching distance with everyone. Vegas is eight points ahead, but they're getting blown out by Vancouver, so they're going to lose the night, and the Avs will have four (laughs) games in hand on them. So uh, the Avs are really right in the thick of the the race for the the Western Conference. Again, uh, either their roster is going to start getting better pretty soon here, or they're going to have a catastrophic injury. One of the two. I don't know which one, but it can only go one way or the other. It's not going to stay the same. So I I really don't know how you don't feel really, really good about this team right now, knowing they're going to get guys back. Yeah. Um, it's also why I'm not going to read too much into things like, oh, they're getting outshot like crazy. Well, yeah, they're missing their two best defensive forwards. So, They have a bunch of third-liners playing in their top six.
0: Well, if it's getting outshot like you got outshot tonight, that's fine.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I still don't think it's sustainable, but you can live with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I want to go back and look at kind of like the heat map of the shots, but Mm -hmm. it just didn't seem like there was a lot of high-danger chances like we were talking about. So you can live with the shots from outside.
2: Yeah, of course, there's also a world where they never get everybody back because injuries just keep happening. <laughs> That's not off the table. You just have to hope that doesn't happen. Uh, but we do have a couple of Super Chats to get to here. $5 from Kevin, who says, Mason, Mac, and Alex. I assume that means Manson, Mac, and Alex looking good. Uh, another fighting L for the stars. <laughs> whoop, whoop. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the Stars lost a fight in this game. I will say that. Uh, Jacob McDonald kind of took a shot to the face.
0: <laughs> Played a great hit. Yeah, the hit was... Yeah, that was great
2: The fight was... nah. And then they both fell over because ice is slippery, that I guess. That was another
1: one of those, like, oh, you hit my guy. Now I have to fight you. Yeah. Like,
2: okay. No, you don't. It was a clean hit. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Well, And the amazing Drew with another $50. He's an actual madman. They don't ask how. They ask how many. Just take the W and don't look back. Also, really nice to have a goalie that can catch the puck consistently (laughs) this year.
1: I I forgot about that. The Kemper couldn't catch the puck He still can't. He still can't do it. Yeah, I saw one the other night that bounced over his head or whatever. Uh.
2: It's nice. It's a nice feeling when your goalie is this good. And, like... Don't get me wrong. I was a Kemper believer. He was very, very good for stretches of last year, but Georgiev's been on another level for the Mm. past month or so.
0: Two different styles. For sure. sure.
1: Well, the thing about Kemper is he was doing it behind a healthy, (laughs) awesome team last year. Georgiev's doing it behind a lot of AHL players at the moment. Some great players at the top, obviously, but the way he's doing it and what he's dealing with in front of him is like, well, this is, it's hard not to be a
2: believer at the yeah. moment. It really oh, is. For sure. Riker was like, hell no, I'm taking the jersey off.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, Avs officially 1-0 in their reverse retro jerseys, which are mid as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: just so many colors going on at one time. <laughs> I just, whatever. I I, don't think, know? I think we're like on, on an island here. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people, lot seem of like people
2: do seem to like them. So yeah. good for y'all. They're 1-0. Lucky so far. Uh, any final thoughts on tonight, on the abs? Anything you guys wanted to touch on? Um,
1: I don't think so. I mean, another good win. I, th- I think every I, every time I do grades and I get to Eric Johnson, I'm like, did I even notice him? No. <laughs> then it was a good Eric Johnson. <laughs> yeah, basically. So right. like yeah. Games like that I love from EJ where it's just like,
0: yeah, he was there. So, and it's always good to beat a divisional opponent and especially one that's above you in the standings. Yeah.
2: That's... I mean, I think that's a great... Especially in a game like tonight. You get up 2-0 fairly early. Just don't be noticeable for the rest of the night in a bad way, and you win this hockey game, right? Like, it's it's sometimes not that complicated, so... Wow. Hey, look at Newhook, Body, and Pavelski there. That was all right. Uh, anyway, we are going to... I don't think there's a whole lot more to say about Gerard, is the thing. Like, he played a decent game. You'd like to see him pick up a point, get a little more effective on the offensive side of the puck, but eh, good to have him back. And hopefully he can uh, ramp it up a little bit here as he gets into a
0: groove.
2: I mean, he's not, we've been denying the Gerard trade rumors for (gasps) a year on this podcast at this point. Uh If we haven't convinced you, they're not trading him yet. We're never going to convince you. So uh, (laughs) I like this guy. Woo. (laughs) <laughs> two seconds <laughs> rick flair yeah out yeah. out here we're gonna get out of here though keep it a short one go enjoy your saturday night or whatever's is of it because this game did last yeah, like three period. hours yeah. oh my god it was a long one as dallas tends to drag things out but we appreciate all of you so very much we're off tomorrow i believe i'm off monday but i'm pretty sure jesse megan and aj will be doing a show so be sure to keep your eyes out for that uh until then We will talk to you later.